You're listening to the Bull Girls Club podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. I'm Kat. And I'm Tristan. And we're here to teach you how to feel worthy, wealthy, and wild. We're here to slash the stigma and shame around wanting more for your life so that you can finally believe you're worthy of the wealth you desire by taking risks and bold action. Listen up, babe. You aren't made for a realistic life. You are made for an extraordinary life. It's about damn time we spill the tea on our best kept secrets for stepping into your next level self. So it's time to stop being realistic, start taking risks, and rise up into your potential. It's time to take the leap, ladies. Welcome to the club. The The Bold Bold Girls Club. How do you guys feel about, like, talking about your partner's interpretation of the work that you do? Like, do you guys ever have problems with that? Not problems, but like, like when you're talking about the work that you do and they don't maybe quite understand it or they don't like agree with, or they don't maybe like, especially being more woo. Like, do you have that at all? Cause my boyfriend is like really logical left brain. And anytime I try and like describe what I'm creating or what I'm working about, it's like this huge process, which is fine. But I feel like a lot of women deal with that with their partners, mm-hmm. especially like in the entrepreneurial space. That's Mine just calls me a witch and it's just like, do whatever you do, girl. <laughs> Was it always like that? Was he weird about it at first when you first started dating? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I mean, at the time I was in nutrition, when I told him that I was pivoting and he was kind of like, uh, he didn't really understand. Yeah. Um, and now that the money was flowing, he gets it. Mm. So what was it like when he didn't understand? how did you feel about that? Um, it was just interesting. Cause I told him like, I had to have the conversation like several times. Cause he would, he would kept, um, like, I don't want to say pushing nutrition, but just something like, Oh, well I gave, cause he's a personal trainer. So he's like, Oh, I gave this person your information, this person information. I'm like, that's great. And I don't do that anymore. Like having the conversation and like staying in my ground of, I don't do that anymore was like, it took a little bit for him to like, get it. Mm. And then we had a, a really good conversation, like literally right before I fell off the bench the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, like, this is what I'm feeling really called to do. And I fucking love it. And he, I was like, I was, I was surprised because I thought he was going to be like, energy is bullshit. And then he was like, oh no, every, energy is everything. You can feel people's energy. And I was like, he fucking gets it thank god oh it's a whole thing when they don't get it though yeah kyle doesn't get it yeah my intuitive gifts freak him out your what do my intuitive gifts freak him out though Mm, how so he just doesn't want to know he's like i want to know he like thinks that i he thinks that by me being intuitive i know what he's thinking about dreaming about (laughs) jerking off about everything I'm like I don't know that shit I don't want to know that shit right but that's what he that's that's his perception it's like oh she's intuitive she knows exactly what I'm thinking all the time and I'm like sometimes because we are very connected like we'll have the same dreams on the same night Mm -hmm. and we'll come together like the next one be like I had this dream last night he's like oh my god me too (laughs) 
So in that sense, we're connected, but like in other ways, it freaks them out. Like, especially when I get a little tipsy for no reason, my channel gets really open and I start calling people. But I'm like, All your inhibitions oh. are down. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, you have like two female energies around you and a male energy. I'm like, do you know what that is? And people are like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> whoops. Oops. Sorry. What about you, Kat? Is your, is, is your hubby like super on board with what you're doing? Was he always on board with what you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing is he's like, oh, fuck. Well, I can't fuck up now <laughs> because I'm always talking about our relationship. But I mean, it's kind of a joke. It's kind of not. I mean, I feel the same way, but uh okay. Not really. I mean, it was, it was a long time coming for a really long time. So, and, it, and I'm not like none the woo doesn't have anything to do with my work. And like, we both kind of are the same when it comes to all that. Like mm-hmm. he was more spiritual than me when we met. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's never been an issue. Um, I get a lot of people asking me questions about around that though, or around like, what do I do if I'm, if I'm growing and my partner's not growing with me, or like, if my partner doesn't understand this, like what, get a lot of questions around similar shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's a legitimate fear for a lot of people. They're afraid they're going to outgrow their partner. mm -hmm. Yeah. I did a whole podcast episode with someone around this exact thing the other day. Really? I was a guest on a podcast and all they wanted to talk about was like growing together and what that looks like and like how you can encourage a partner to grow with you and like all that shit. Mm. We spent like an hour just talking about just that. Yeah. It's a thing mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Like Kyle and I have polar opposite beliefs about, you know, just anything to do with energy or intuitive gifts or anything regarding like that whole realm. So it's like a thing, you know, and it's, we, re- we respect each other a lot as individuals and it's never become something where it's like, I don't want to be with you because you don't believe what I believe. But when it comes to the conversation of alignment and like what you want to do professionally, and when you go through a pivot, it's, I, it's trying to find a way to describe that exactly what it feels like and what it means. You know what I mean? how, what it means for me and why it's so important that I feel excited by what I'm doing. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of that cat, you told me this, it was like a great piece of advice. You're like, well, if you come off confidently and you're really sure of yourself and that's, they're going to feel your energy more than listen to what you're saying. Right. So it's like, if you come off really confident and you're really sure of yourself and you're really passionate about what you're doing and you're making a big pivot, that's going to, elicit like a much different response versus being like, Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm not in alignment. Like everything's like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At the very least he can, he can pick up, he can understand energy as far as that goes. Cause he can pick up your energy Yeah, when you're sad or if you're happy or whatever, like at the very least he can understand that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's energy. Like I know women, we set the tone we're like, what the fuck are like the energy of our household like mm-hmm. is like, mm-hmm. it kind of sucks, but I'm like, mm. fuck, it's true because men aren't it's emotional. Because so mm-hmm. now he sees how happy I am 
and like the money's naturally flowing with it. And so now he's like sold on it. Now he gets it. And it's funny too, to see like our practices end up rubbing off on our partners. Mm-hmm. Like we had a very deep conversation last night and he was like, I'm done. He's like, I'm putting my foot down. I'm setting a boundary. And I'm just like, <laughs> I wonder what Kyle would think of Joe Dispenza. Cause he's a fucking He likes scientist. Joe Dispenza. He just, yeah. he, he's been like <laughs> dipping his little pinky toe in. Mm-hmm. He's such a scientist, like hardcore. Is so, so, so is Joe. It is. I know. He just needs to like, like just keep going in yeah. because it's, um, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And it's, it's yeah. kind of, it's interesting. And I, I really do think that you can grow with your partner. And I think it's really about allowing. It's like the art of allowing them to discover for themselves what they resonate with. And just kind of like putting the interest and the feelers out there and being like, oh, well, what do you think about this? Like, you know, just introducing them to new things and letting them find what resonates the most. Because you know what's hilarious is that he can fucking feel when his friends are upset and he calls them and they're going through something hard, but they won't have texted him. They won't have emailed him. He'll just be like, I think this person's having a hard time. And he'll reach out to them. I'm like, bitch, you are an empath. What the fuck, you know? And he's what does he say about that though? What's up? What does he say about that? He's just like, I just thought everybody could do that. I'm like, I mean, yes, but not everybody is open to accessing that. (laughs) You know what I mean? And and all of his senses, I know, like you're so cute. You'll find out eventually. But all of his senses are on overdrive his smell, Mm -hmm. his sight, his hearing, his taste, it's all like super sensitive. And I'm like, you're intuitive as fuck. And I think that's why I push so hard because I'm like, you're gifted. You're gifted. You have these intuitive gifts. What the fuck, man? You know what I mean? So I'm just like, we need to open you up, bro. What what does he say? What does he say when you, when you, like you said, you push, like, what does he do? He just kind of is like, yeah. Does it? The whole, it's it's the woo. It's the woo. He doesn't, he's like, nope. Mm-mm. nope Mm-mm. it's the most frustrating thing but there is evidence behind the woo like I don't like the word woo because there is evidence to back it up and it's it passed down for generations like concept of manifestation intuitive like all that stuff mm-hmm. it's not new mm-hmm. this shit is old and it's Ooh. probably something that he did in maybe a past life that he doesn't even know mm-hmm Yep. I'm like on team open Kyle's channels. <laughs> blast, blast his shit open. I want to get him really drunk one night and just set him down in front of a deck of cards and be like, go. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> do you think you would do it or would you have to like give him acid first? I'd have to really jack him up, which is probably not the best thing in the world. <laughs> Yeah. But the weird thing is, is that whenever I do like a card pull for him or I try and do a reading for him or anything like that, he's so blocked in receiving any of my messages Mm -hmm. that like nothing resonates with him. I'm like, huh? Interesting. Interesting. There's like a major mental blockage there. I think it's a good conversation to have though, because there's so much fucking research. There's so much evidence. 
so much evidence. Maybe he's just not ready to like hear it yet. And whenever he's like ready, it's like his divine time to like dive into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were having a conversation about signs the other day, like signs from the universe and how basically they're just an opportunity for you to interpret something that's happening in your life and make it mean something that it, that empowers you to become the person that you want to be. Right. So I was doing a live and I was talking about sex and like the wild woman way of expressing yourself and tapping into your sexuality and on pops my dad. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) And then five minutes later on pops Kyle's oldest brother. And I'm like, Oh my God. And my initial instinct was to shut down and stop talking about what I was talking about and to hide. And I'm like, you know what? No, that's a sign that even no matter what's going on, no matter how many people disagree with what I'm talking about, no how many feathers it ruffles, this is a sign. I'm choosing to interpret this as a sign that empowers me to stand in what I believe in and talk about what I want to believe in, no matter who's watching. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, that's still just your interpretation. I'm like, yeah, exactly. But that's basically what signs are. Is there an opportunity for you to interpret your world around you and make it mean something that empowers you? Mm-hmm. And perhaps too, like that's their way. Maybe who knows what their what the message was for them. Maybe it was a way for them to get their toe wet to maybe open the door for them. Like we don't know what part of this plays on their path, but they could come to you a couple of years from now and say, like, thank you for speaking on that because it opened up my mind. You know, you might get a thank you in a few years. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It's just interesting to have those conversations with people that have like polar opposite views as you do. Mm-hmm. And to be like, we're basically talking about the same thing. We're just using different vocabulary here. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Kat, where's, where's hubby at? Like where's Gabe at with his, cause he's really into Joe Dispenza, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, we're on the exact same page. Yeah. When it comes to all that. I mean, it's taken, I mean, it has taken a long time. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, a lot of that was me, um, like in my resistance to it really and he's he's always been like super fucking open to whatever mm-hmm. um and he had some weird like experiences as a teenager that like just made him like open <gasps> like to what? it like what like what um he so his family's from Miami and they lived in California um his mom was like pregnant like eight or nine months pregnant when they moved to California so he's always lived here but that's been in like his second home like they spent summers there and everything like his entire family is from there in Cuba um but in the middle of junior year they decided they were moving so he was like 17 and he had like a serious girlfriend and he was like pissed he was like about to get a soccer scholarship and all that shit so he went into like mad depression and like was like super suicidal and like just like pissed and so all he could do was just like sit in his room and like contemplate death basically Mm -hmm. like what he wanted to do like run away and he kind of just ended up stumbling upon meditation and had like 
and he did a lot of drugs. He also did a shit ton of drugs Mm -hmm. and he would just sit by himself in his room, depressed as fuck, like doing drugs, contemplating death, contemplating what death would look like, what it would be like on the other side, like all the things and had like these like crazy, like out of body, like divine experiences. So because of that, it like opened him up to just all of that he's like well I know it's fucking real Mm -hmm. like you can't make that shit up you know so yeah when I met him I was like I was like fuck all of it like I believe in God but like that was like it Mm -hmm. that was like it I was like fuck religion fuck all of it like I'm 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 afraid of all of that shit Mm -hmm. like I had always had these crazy ass experiences where like I'd walk into like one of those places, one of those shops or whatever, where there's like a psychic in the corner, like doing a reading for someone else. And every single time they'd stop and look at me and be like, oh, this is for you. Like this happens to me all the time still. And it's happening like, like I was on a call with Giselle the other day and she was like talking and doing her call. We were doing our group call and she stopped and she was like, I don't do this, but fuck like cat you got some work to do. Like they're trying to talk to you and it's distracting. <laughs> like what the fuck? Damn girl. <laughs> like, this happens all the fucking time. Like I used to be a massage therapist and like a couple of times it happened where someone would be on the table and they're like, um, so there's stuff around you. Like they're trying to talk. Like, and I was just like, fuck, like resisting it. Like really, really, really fucking hard. Why, why were you um, resisting it? Um, I don't know. I was a crazy ass child. Like I was really, really open when I was a child and Mm. I would say everything that I felt and I'd point out everything that I was feeling and we were at church a lot. Mm -hmm. And so people's, I ruffled a lot of, a lot of feathers when I was like a fucking toddler and elementary like five years old I'd like say stuff to people and they're like um check your kid like so I got shut down like Mm -hmm. really really hard Mm -hmm. and my mom was straight like ashamed of me Mm -hmm. she was like she was straight like embarrassed of me because I would like just say things to people and like I'd point out like hypocrisy in people I'm like um you're like church says this like you're doing this like that doesn't match like what is it and like everyone would get pissed accountability talking yeah so I stopped and then as I got older I didn't I mean I didn't do it on purpose but like I straight shut down like my entire like spiritual side I was like nope I want anything to do with it Mm. it like started to like get to the point where it was like scary to me to even like think about it so when I met my husband he was just like, oh, meditation. And I was like, ooh. I was like, what? <laughs> so it was like the opposite, pretty much. It's, it sounds exactly like the opposite. So like from your perspective, this is, the, I mean, this is helpful though. Like from your perspective, what started to open you up? Because it's like the reclamation era for you right now, girl. Yeah. You got all these gifts. You got all these spirits trying to speak to you. I don't know. I hated my family and everyone else who 
like told me I was shit and I liked him. Mm -hmm. So I was more open to listening to him Mm -hmm. and it made sense. And I don't really know. Um, I just, he kind of just waited for me. Like we didn't, it's not like we talked about it a lot. He would just share stuff Mm -hmm. or he'd be listening to a fucking book like one of the Joe Dispenza books and he'd just like turn it on. He wouldn't ask me. He'd just turn it on and I'm like, are you really watching another fucking documentary or listening to an audiobook? Like, what the actual fuck? Like, I just want to watch TV. Like, yeah. Stop. And no, yeah. he just turned shit on. And so eventually I'm just like, oh, wait, that's kind of interesting. And then mm. over time, like, my beliefs just started to shift or I just started to open up. And like, now he's like, yeah, I've been waiting. <laughs> that's how I feel so I just need to start planting little baby seeds around the it's apartment. been 13 years oh, okay big seeds <laughs> so like I mean we've been together 13 years I mean it's not like just last week that I started feeling this way it's been you know a f- several years that it's like grown over time and I'm still like I've been open to like the general, but like when it comes to me and my gifts, I've been like closed off to it still. Mm-hmm. And I'm just now starting to like kind of dabble. Yeah. Own it, honey. Own it. I know. Own I know. It. Own it. And, I, and I've gotten to the point where I want to own it. I'm just kind of unsure of what that even looks like. Yeah. But um, it's like anything else. It's weird at first and it's messy and then you get control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so I mean I was like but yeah. he, he didn't he didn't try to like like so my niece is very like she she's like I'm a witch like she's all about the fact that she's like a fucking witch and like we got into like argu- and she was pushy and we got into like arguments about it and not arguments but like she was because she was pushy and I wasn't ready like we fought mm-hmm. but we were also like both we're also both females like and he's just like whatever when it when you're ready you'll get there eventually and like he didn't care mm-hmm. like he cared but he didn't push mm-hmm. um not Unattached. to say anything about your pushiness yeah well, it sounds but like but <laughs> that's just how it was with me like we get straight me me and my niece was getting straight arguments and I was like like stop like no <laughs> like no like it's freaky I don't like it I don't want anything to do with it and that more so pushed me away yeah. than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like he was super unattached. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 I feel like spirituality in business is so important because, like, how else do you get through <sighs> this journey without unwavering faith mm-hmm. that you're going to, like, crush it and that everything is divine? Because... Yeah. Without those beliefs, it's so easy to throw in the towel. It's so easy to fall back to your monsters. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Without that extra support and feeling like the universe literally has your back, mm-hmm. it's hard to keep going sometimes, you know? So I feel like spirituality, like everyone, I mean, whether they want to admit it or not, everyone that I know that's an entrepreneur is highly spiritual and has weird rituals. And it's, accepted <laughs> like there's nothing weird about it right yeah they may not talk about it but they've got 
beliefs, rituals, practices that you don't know about that are deeply intertwined with like universal consciousness without a shadow of a doubt, Mm -hmm. without Mm -hmm. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I think that that's what like prevents burnout too. Like when you don't get into more of like the allowing and ease and letting in universe and allowing in more of the feminine energy of the universe, allowing that in, like that's when you get heavy into into your masculine, you just fucking burn out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and for for me, like I've I've been there in that place for a long ass time, like you know, trusting and believing all that stuff. But for me, like that, and then like my in specific intuitive gifts, that to me has been separate mm-hmm. for like a really long time. Like to me, that's never been the same. And now to start to play with both and like to see like that, that there's nothing different about it. Like I'm like, oh, fuck. all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's know, like an added it. layer of support that you can offer people through your business. It's like when you open up your own channels for yourself, it's just one added layer that you're able to support somebody through. Yeah. And to connect with them on like a way deeper level than just what they're communicating through spoken word. Like if you can feel their energy, if you can feel their emotions, if you can connect with messages for them, or if you can intuit things for them, it's just like an added layer of support. Yeah. That's exactly why I dove into mine was because I wanted to be of better support and go deeper with my clients. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is deep shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gotta go fucking deep with this shit. You do. And like the emotional body is is fucking tricky. You can hide things from yourself without even realizing it. Like your body will try to protect you. And if you have like a fear or a belief or an experience or something that is like deeply limited and traumatic to you, your subconscious will bury it. You may not, you may not even have access to it until you mm-hmm. dig and dig and dig and dig and uncover what's really going on. And sometimes that takes intuition and it takes empathy and gifts beyond just like the physical realm to access. Yeah. Yep. I called a client out yesterday because she was saying one thing. I'm like, mm, you don't actually believe that. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, I just said it. I'm like, you don't believe it. Like your energy is not there. Mm -hmm. I was like, you are not behind that. Yeah. What happened when you called her out? She was like, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It just allows you, I think, to be a better friend, a better partner too. Because when you can sense something is going on with somebody or you can feel their energy is off, and maybe they're just kind of brushing it under the rug. It's not necessarily that you're forcing what's going on to come to the surface, but you're just offering the opportunity for it to when otherwise they wouldn't have taken it for themselves. You know what I mean? You can be like, I can feel that there's something going on. You don't need to talk about it if you don't want to, but if you want to, like, I'm here for that, you know, like I'm available Mm -hmm. for that because I can sense that there's something going on. And the funny thing is, is a lot of the times, like, especially in my relationship, when I say things like that, a day or two later, he'll be like, you know what, this is what was going on. And I didn't even realize it. 
And that may not have come to the surface if I didn't use my, my empathic abilities, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, you know, say that to him. So I'm so glad that you do. And especially with his intuitive gifts, like you said that he has them. So he doesn't necessarily have to label them right now. Mm -hmm. Like they will grow. Mm -hmm. Like, and as long as you're faithful to your path, like it's always going to be there. Mm -hmm. Like it's never, he's never going to like, he's always going to know like something. And when you mention it, like, oh, like, how did you know that your friend was having a hard time right now? I don't know. I just know. You can't unlearn something that you've learned. So as soon as you say that, every time he feels that now, he's going to think about that. Mm. And it's just the little things. And it's a matter of you giving him space to recognize that in himself. Mm -hmm. It'll it'll grow. The unattached piece too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's what I tell people when they ask me, what do I do? Like I'm, if I'm growing, like, at a different pace than my partner. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that, like, oh, like we're two different people. Like we can't be like, how are we going to be together? We're two different people. I'm like, yeah, you're two different people. What are you going to do? Date yourself? Like you're two fucking different people. Yeah. So how That's does somebody bad. decide, like, <laughs> how does somebody decide we're two different people, but I'm going to allow you your own trajectory you know what I mean? Versus we're two different people and our paths are way too different. And like, Mm -hmm. so what's the, what do you, what's the differentiator there when you're talking to somebody? It's a matter of perspective. Do you see your differences as being a problem Mm. or do you see your differences as just being fucking human? Mm -hmm. Like everyone's different. Mm -hmm. And people are like, oh, but me and my, me and my partner, we're not on like the same page. We're not going down the same path. I'm like, yeah, I know. Cause if you guys were to start a book, the same book at the exact same time and close it in an hour, you'd be on two completely different pages. You'd take completely different information out of that fucking book. And are you mad about it? No. Like. You're both going to finish the book at some point. (laughs) And it's okay. Like, do you have the same goals of like being together and nurturing each other and loving each other and caring about each other? Yeah. Okay, cool. So what's the fucking problem? Mm -hmm. Like, and people are so, they're like, oh, but how can I encourage them to grow? I'm like, don't. Stop. Like you telling them that they need to do something or that they're so amazing if they only did this, like that's not encouraging them to do anything. That's just making them feel inadequate. Like Mm -hmm. people want to be seen. They want to be fucking seen as they are right now. Like, and you telling them, but, oh, like this, like, oh, you have this, like you have that. Like for me, I was just like, well, what's wrong with me then? Like what's wrong with me right now? Hmm. I think too, like either your partner will watch you rise and be encouraged to rise up with you or they'll be intimidated and they'll contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still that's not, I tell people like that's not up to you. That's for them to decide. Mm-hmm. So they might contract, they might rise 
And also, who are you to judge what rising looks like for them? Because everyone has their own fucking pace. Everyone does shit in their own time. Like, you're not responsible for them or what they do or how they feel or the fucking choices that they make or the beliefs they have. Like, Mm -hmm. you're only in charge of yours. So stay on your own path. Stay fucking faithful. Be nice. (laughs) I'm like, they will get to where they need to go. Yeah. Ooh, mama. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) Damn, coming in hot. That was spicy. That was good. I dropped my podcast. It's like $100. So I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Don't drop that shit. About divine timing. Mm-hmm. For real. So it sounds like to kind of like bundle everything up. It sounds like being detached from the outcome. Surrender. Surrender. <laughs> just surrender. Do we just want to loop that into surrender? Because that's what it sounds mm-hmm. like. And maybe just like doing you and not hiding it. Because yeah. that was big for like you were talking about, like your husband would just put shit on and you'd listen to it and it was like exposure you know, mm-hmm. but it was just because he wanted to listen to it. Not because, I mean, I don't know, maybe he wanted you to hear it. I have no idea. But... Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm yeah. sure he did. But like, and if I was to walk away and be like, okay, like I'm going to go do my own thing, which I usually didn't do because I didn't have the confidence to, but if I did, he wouldn't have been an asshole about it. Mm-hmm. Like I would mm-hmm. just rolled with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And by letting them do it on their own timing too, like you're giving them the permission to whenever they're ready to come to you. Mm. Yeah. And I always tell people like release the judgment of like, and I don't mean of, of them because like, I know you're not judging them, but release the judgment of yourself and what that means. If they're not on the same page as you, like, and they're like, I don't understand. That doesn't mean that they're judging you or that you're weird or you're wrong or anything like that. People, people get insecure and they're like, well, like I have all this weird shit and I'm doing all this weird stuff. Like, and like, they're not like, what does that say about me? I'm like, nothing. Like, let that shit go. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. What's up, you magnificent queen, you? We have so enjoyed having you stop by for this episode of The Bold Girls Club. And if you are loving this podcast, you know what would absolutely tickle our fancy? If you dropped us a rating and review, some more fabulous females can find us. And if you have a fellow queen who needs to hear our message that all women are worthy of living a life that gives them all the coochie tingles, then share this episode and tag us in it so we can celebrate the fuck out of you. Love you, queen. And we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Bold Girls Club.